You are listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, where it's all about responding with confidence to the legal, financial, and personal challenges created by disability, unexpected illness, or simply aging in general. Join us weekly as elder law attorneys Tim Takis, Barbara McGinnis, Chris Johnson, and other members of the Takis McGinnis Elder Care Law Team talk about the tools, techniques, strategies, and services that will make the elder care journey easier for everyone involved. Get ready, because aging starts now. Welcome to Aging Starts Now. I'm host Barbara McGinnis certified elder law attorney and partner at Takis McGinnis Elder Care Law. Joining us today is Phyllis Shelton. Phyllis is president of GOT LTCI. She is formerly the president of LTC Consultants, a Nashville-based company that she founded in 1991, specializing in long-term care insurance, sales training, consumer education, and marketing materials. Welcome, Phyllis. Oh, I'm happy to be here, Barbara. How many people are prepared for long-term care? Ridiculously low. Uh, There's less than 10 million people who actually have long-term care insurance. And uh, you'll find this interesting. The National Alliance for Caregiving does this huge caregiving study every five years, and they just released uh, the results, 2020 versus 2015. And do you know that about one in five American adults are caring for someone. They're a caregiver. Oh, That's that a doesn't lot surprise. of people. It's 53 million is what it is. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Uh, and it said it, one in three have been providing the care longer than five years. But when you got 53 million people as caregivers and less than 10 million who have bought long-term care insurance, that's a huge disconnect, don't you think? I think that is a huge disconnect. And so people are sort of banking on their children or someone in their family providing care instead of insuring against the risk of long-term care costs. And that, I mean, it may be a necessity, but it sounds like it's not a great plan to me. It's not. And, uh, you know, we all go back a long way. I started conversing with Tim Gosh, in the 90s, I guess, something like that. That's and, what he uh, says. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> long, long time. And, you know, it's, it's interesting because when I started with long-term care insurance in 1988, I'd say one or two people that I talked to said, uh, we don't need that insurance because our kids will take care of us. That's what they told me. Yeah. So if you roll forward, what, 30, 32 years? Today, I hear from the children and they're in their 50s and 60s and they're, oh, they did it. They took care of those parents, but they say, we are never doing this to our children. Well, if they really believe that, they have to have a plan. Right. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, it's sort of that wishful thinking kind of stuff that I'm never going to put my children in that situation, but not really putting together a concrete plan to make sure that doesn't happen. So we know long-term care in a facility is expensive. Long-term care at home is expensive. How much does long-term care cost in the home versus in a facility on average? Well, here's the deal. If a person has as much as 12 hours a day of home care at, uh, you know, $25 an hour, you're paying just what you would pay for a semi-private room in a nursing home. And I don't think people get that. 
Exactly. Do the math. I think they think home care is less expensive because, you know, maybe they can get it from free for free from a family member mm-hmm. or they can get it from a friend or somebody they know at church or this lady down the street that used and, and pay under the table without thinking about the hidden costs of that strategy as well. Right. And um, there are a few policies still today that will pay informal caregivers because the benefit is cash mm-hmm. and you just get a monthly check and you can hire anybody you want. Of course, there's a there's an employer responsibility, but there are uh, agencies, you know, bookkeeping agencies that will handle those things for you. And if if you can pay informal caregivers, then certainly you can pay less than the going rate from an agency. Well, I guess that that, that would be true. It, how hard is that to get a policy that pays informal caregivers? Do, do they even write them anymore? They do, but okay. the market has changed completely. I have that kind of policy that I was able to buy um, in a traditional plan. And a traditional plan is pretty much you pay your premium, you hope you don't need care. Um, if you don't need care, then your money goes to pay for somebody else, just like mm-hmm. your homeowner's policy or your car insurance, uh, your health insurance. You know, we're used to that. But uh, there have been people who have struggled with that, use it or lose it. So the market has shifted, and about 60% of the sales today are for something called a hybrid plan, or you may hear it called a link benefit plan or a combo plan. Same thing. These are plans that are hooked to life insurance for healthier people. They get more leverage or to an annuity for people who aren't as healthy. Mm-hmm. And uh, with those plans, you can get, uh, there's actually three, you can get tax-free monthly cash and use it however you need it without filing claims to justify you know, like every expense and all of that. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot easier because nobody knows what caregiving is going to look like in the future, right? Absolutely. And, you know, the biggest pushback I hear from clients about long-term care insurance, and we really do encourage people that are still, you know, that not quite old yet, maybe like my age in their 50s, early 60s, and they're still healthy to get long-term care insurance quotes. But the biggest pushback comes in, well, the premiums are going to go up as I get older and sicker, and what if I never use it? What do you say to that? I say, tell me how you want to use it. Do you want uh, a stroke? you want a brain tumor? you want Alzheimer's? Let's talk about this. (laughs) (laughs) like telling me about your homeowners and when do you want to have that house fire to get your money's worth you know you yeah. people need to think about this but yet the odds are much higher i always say if you walk around the neighborhood knock on every door and say is your house ever burned down there's not yeah. gonna be too many people say yes but if but you what, say do you know somebody who's caring for somebody say longer than three months how many yeses do you think you're going to get Exactly. And and so then the thought of self-insuring against long-term care, well, the money that you're putting out in premiums, if you just set that aside to pay for long-term care, it's not going to return you the same. You're not going to get that same return on investment. Not, right? even, not even close. Not, not, not even close. close. 
uh, Barbara, my dad retired from forestry and every year there was this fire season thing going on, you know, and I learned right away, you cannot outrun a forest fire. Well, <laughs> they had this thing at the time, uh, you'll laugh, but you know, if they got caught between the real fire and the backfire, they'd climb in this thing called an asbestos tent oh and, my. and the fire would, you know, burn over them without hurting them. Well, you can't outrun long-term care. That's what I say. And long-term care insurance is that asbestos tent to protect you. Because when you self-insure, first off, it's nowhere near the premium. You, you just can't do it. Um, but then you got to think about that money is after taxes. It's after investment fees. The market may be down. Real estate may be down. Somebody's got to figure out what to sell. Whereas if you have this nice little fund over here, you know, earmarked. This is what happens when I need care. This is where you go to get the money. It's mm -hmm. the kindest thing to do to your family. Um, I can't. I could not disagree with that. So, but what is a typical cost? Somebody, just pick me for example. I'm in my late fifties and I'm really pretty healthy. So, well, what would I be um, looking at? I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge the age here, and I'll, I'll I will answer your question. Okay. But the the underwriting and premium that used to be for age sixty, Barbara, mm -hmm. is now true for age fifty. Okay, so I'm already getting kind of old for long term care insurance, is what I just heard. And not too old, but I mean, you have to. I better I, move. I, yeah, people in their forties. I got my policy at forty. Because I know that I could be hit by a drunk driver. I could be in an accident, you know, any kind of, I could have a brain tumor, right? Right. So, yeah. Any number of bad things can happen to people at any age. I can fall, which I do that a yeah. lot, you know. So, yeah, I've had my, my coverage a long time. Um, so, it's um, the other thing that's happened, two-thirds of the claims are women. So, now the policies are gender rated. So women cost a heck of a lot more than men. Oh. And single women pay the most. So what I believe in doing is looking at, you know, where people live and, and maybe in the Nashville area, you're looking at uh, six, $7,000 a month for a really nice assisted living facility. And I look at that because most people are never in a nursing home. And I've been preaching that for 30 odd years. Uh, assisted living is beautiful. If they can't be at home, maybe they're fall risk mm -hmm. or whatever. I mean, these places look like country clubs. So they're the nice ones we're talking. So six, seven sure. thousand a month. And if you start projecting that out at 5% compound, I think we'll be lucky. It, it won't be more than 5%. I mean, hello, uh, we're talking about a lot about inflation, right? Right. So if you're looking at even $6,000 a month, which if I talk about assisted living, I also realize that what I'm calculating here is going to pay for a significant amount of home care. So in 30 years, you're looking at about 25000 a month. Okay. That's a lot of money. That's a lot mm -hmm. of money. And you'll get a lot more leverage from insurance than you ever would from self-insuring. All right. Um, but to answer your question, if you were looking at a traditional policy at 58 years old, um, and I always look at people's financial situation, how much can they make up, you know, uh, between what the policy pays and what the cost of care would be. And so you're probably looking at six or seven thousand 
depending on how much coverage you want, a year, maybe eight thousand. So I I could in theory pay one month of cost of assisted living care uh, and buy a year about the premium for long term care insurance. Yeah, yeah. roughly. Yeah. yeah, that's a great with inflation built in. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a great analogy. And and a cool thing about it, there is one traditional policy that has a 10 pay. In other words, it's paid off in 10 years, and that premium is guaranteed to never increase. Now, on the hybrid side, the ones that are linked to life insurance or annuities, that premium is always guaranteed. So you don't oh. ever have to worry about a rate increase. And um, if you don't need care, then the money and sometimes more than what you put in will go back to a beneficiary or trust, however you have it set up, um, you know, when you die. Okay. Well, I've run across a couple of questions this week about long-term care insurance. Sure. Uh, One has to do with something called partnership. Oh, Uh, so important. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So tell First of all, tell our listeners what the partnership plan is all about. Sure. If you try to turn to Medicaid, which we think of as 10 care in Tennessee, mm-hmm. for help, the most an individual can keep is $2,000 in assets. The most a couple can keep is um, at the top end, um, about 138000 somewhere in that range. We'll round it up. Right. Well, now there's this wonderful thing called a Tennessee Long-Term Care Partnership Policy, and it's in 42 states, right? So you buy what you can afford, you buy inflation coverage, which you'd want to anyway. And if it's not enough, you can turn to Medicaid, TennCare, whatever it is in your state, and um, access it without spending most of your money down. And by that, I mean you get to protect your money equal to the amount of benefits paid out, no limit, that policy could have paid out half a million, could have paid out a million. You know? So not only do you get to keep that money as an extra mm-hmm. um, uh, community spousal resource allowance, yes, lingo, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. When you when you go to apply for that other spouse, mm-hmm. but then at the death of the ten care uh, recipient, it is not that money is not recoverable. They can't That's- recover. That's right. And so many people don't know they have to sign a form saying they don't, at death, you know, a form mm-hmm. has to be signed saying that no money is owed to pay Medicaid back. <laughs> so, yeah, this exempts from a state recovery. And and what some people do with that, let's just be honest, uh, they probably use some of that money to hire, even if they're in a facility, they might want to hire somebody to come in and still be with them, even though they're in a facility. Don't you Provide see that some- happening? I, I have seen that happen, yes, uh, to provide that supplemental care. Okay. Yeah. Great. I got yeah. one more question, and it's about qualified long-term care insurance plans. So if somebody said, I have a qualified long-term care insurance plan, that didn't have anything to do with IRAs, but it is about uh, taxable income, right? It is. Um Yeah, and this goes back to January 1st, 1997, when the government federally controlled how people access these benefits. And it's the same regardless of which company you do business with. But now, oh, goodness, 99.9% of the policies are tax qualified. 
which means that you either are expected to need help with at least two activities of daily living, like bathing and dressing, for at least 90 days, so it's not a broken hip, um, or you have a cognitive impairment severe enough to, um, so you can't stay by yourself. You know, it, you're, right. it's not safe for you to be alone. And and then those benefits are tax-free, which we had assumed they would be, but that was the IRS ruling. Yeah. Um, but I do want to talk about, Barbara, there's a brand new thing to okay. help people who are uninsurable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tell us. That's big news. Um, and uh, there's a special kind of annuity, and it's called a fixed index annuity. And it, uh, what it means is you put your money in and there's no market risk. It looks at the market, but your money's not in the market, so your money can't go down. But this new one is um, you put your money in, it, it grows. And this is for people, in their, let's say in their 50s, you know, that have a long horizon. You know, people with MS um, okay. and people with lupus or bad rheumatoid arthritis or, well, you know, that kind of situation. But they might live 20 years, right? Yes. So they put their money in, it grows significantly, and when they get ready, to, when they need help with two of these daily living activities, and again, for 90 days, okay, and in this case, it's expected to be permanent, but they can tap that money, it's paid out over seven years. And if they pass away in three years, then the other four years will go to their beneficiary. And if they never need care, that fund that was going to go to for their activities of daily living help will go to their family the whole amount if the beneficiary is willing to take it over five years, which would be better from a taxable standpoint to take the money over five years. So th- that's a that's really a blessing because some of those people Huge. didn't think they'd ever be able to get that type of insurance. That's so, right. And the only so question what is, is, can you do your ADLs today? Which gotcha. those people will be able to say, yes, I can do them today. So if somebody heard this podcast and they fell in that situation, they should seek someone in, out and ask about, what'd you say, a fixed income annuity? A fixed index annuity. And I'll fixed go ahead and index change. annuity. It's okay. a North American is the insurance mm-hmm. company, big company. And this is a product called Secure Horizon Plus. And it's just been out a few months. And uh, I got so excited when I saw it, Barbara, because I could think of all these people. Uh, there's been a, a, a not as good version where it would pay like double income or whatever. But this is this is on steroids. And the money, because you're getting it, is cash. Um, you get an exclusion ratio, so you're only paying tax on the gain, but you're getting it ex- cash. So you can pay, you could pay to move somebody in with you. You know, you can use that money however you want. Isn't that exciting? It is exciting. It really is. Phyllis, you were absolutely amazing wealth of information about long-term care insurance. And I'm it's so grateful. <laughs> I am so grateful for you being on today's episode, but that's it for today's episode. Thank you guys for listening. Take us McGinnis. Wait, we got to tell them how to get a hold of me. Okay, absolutely. So the website is gotltci.com, gotltci.com, or let's just go with Phyllis, P-H-Y-L-L-I-S, at gotltci.com. Oh, thank you. Um I'm so glad you you thought to include that. <laughs> yeah. All right, so now that's it for today's episode. Yeah. 
<laughs> Tacus McGinnis is a life care planning law firm helping families respond to the legal and financial challenges caused by chronic illness or disability. Join us next week for another episode of Aging Starts Now. Thank you for listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast. For more information about today's show, visit tn-elderlaw.com, click on the free resources tab, and then click on Aging Starts Now. You'll find the show notes there. And while you're at it, why not check out all the free resources available at tn-elderlaw.com? Document downloads, the Tagus McGinnis blog, educational videos, informative articles, helpful links, a TV show, and more. It's all there free for the taking. If you enjoy listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, please subscribe, rate the show, or leave us a review. It's easy to do on whatever app you use to listen. We would love your feedback on the show. Aging Starts Now. We'll be back next week with more candid discussions about challenges created by aging, disability, and unexpected illness. 